Welcome to Empowered Conversations. I'm your host, Susie Petrozzi. This podcast will take you on a journey of personal growth and self-discovery through conversations with special guests that will inspire you to live the life of your dreams. Get ready now for an Empowered Conversation. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Empowered Conversations. Susie Petrozzi here, your host, and I am super excited to welcome this oh, next guest who is filled with so much energy, passion, zest, and um, oh gosh, you'll just you'll just hear it. You'll just hear it in her voice. So my special guest today is Donna McNulty who really is an expert in time management for mums. I know Donna, I've come to know Donna over the last probably year now, I'd say so. And her passion, her absolute passion at this point in her life is to help working mum, mums or mumpreneurs prioritise their to-do list, optimise their time, accomplish value daily um, and she's got, she does this from a place of um, experience in um, coaching. So the 15 years of coaching, she comes from a corporate background um, where she's done, where she was really taking journey, uh, people on, the, on a journey to help them, um, to help them. Well, I'll let Donna speak more about that, but really her essence, her essence, what she does is around making the most of the time that we have, doing the things that we love and accomplishing what we you know, what we want to accomplish as mums. Um, why she's done that, she'll tell the story. But, you know, really she's all about focusing on what matters because when we focus on what matters, it's where our energy goes. Um, this is from some of the quotes on her Instagram page. Um, I'll have you know that I actually had the opportunity to work closely with Donna over the past two weeks where I've actually been looking at up-leveling some of my goal-setting techniques. I felt I needed more. Some of the things that I've been doing wasn't inspiring enough for me. Um, That is the approach to goal-setting. And it so happened, you know, it was very synchronous that we got talking and she shared her program that she's – that she's put together and I've been very blessed to be part of that program and I can tell you I've never been so excited about um, goal setting. Now, we're going to dive more into that. I just want to welcome Donna. (laughs) Donna, thank you so much for being here today. Oh, Susie, no, thank you. It is my deepest, deepest honor. So, and, and what a beautiful in, um, intro. My God, my, my heart's just all warmed and pumped for the, uh, the podcast we're going to have today. So, thank you, Susie. <laughs> oh, my absolute pleasure. So, um, you know, I, I briefly mentioned that you were in the, in the corporate space. Um, and I just want to start there. And I think we're kind of going to work from here and work backwards, um, a little bit. Tell me, me. Yeah. Well, you kind of just work with it. You make it happen, don't you? And which is what I love about you. Tell me a little bit about, yeah, you know, what you did in the corporate space, in the corporate world. And then how did you, how did you then transition to what you're doing now? Okay. Um, well, I guess I, I went into the corporate world straight from um, straight from university, and I guess um, back in, in those earlier days of my life, I was very much 
a very logical person, um, a very much a ones and zero person. So, um, so I came through corporate world. Um, believe it or not, I used to be a computer programmer. So I used to be the person <laughs> that if you took a mortgage out in your bank account, it was my ones and zeros in the computer headspace sitting behind it that, that made it all happen. So, which is very different to where I am in my life now. So I look forward to sharing that over the course of the podcast. So, so yeah, so look, I went into corporate world very much in a technical, logical role, but it didn't take long to that um, morphosize into the fact, be it my Irish background or my ability to talk and engage and connect with people. But I very much transitioned then into more of a people role in, in the corporate world, um, but still delivering those, you know, large um, what started off as technical projects, you know, IT projects, and then again, that evolved into, you know, people projects, organizational projects, you know, people, processes, tools, techniques, all that good stuff. So, um, so yeah, so I, I in essence, I guess, spent um, probably the last, you know, 10 or 15 years that I was in my corporate role, or probably 20, um, the official term would be a project or program manager. Mm-hmm. Um, so for people that don't know what that might be, the way that I describe it, um, in essence, is, you know, putting my arms around a large group of diverse people and taking them on a journey from A with the intention that we land on B, um, you know, so that we deliver value to that organization, to that corporate entity. Um, but in essence, that we do stuff together. So I guess I was as that role as a project manager, program manager, and um, it was my role to take people so that we ultimately delivered the value that the organization wanted. And we ultimately delivered that for the clients or customers of the organization. Um, and it was my role to do all and everything that was required um, to make that happen. So does that explain it? Oh, um, totally. Does, it, does yeah. that make sense to you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, what's interesting to me when I listen to your journeys, you started out doing mostly IT, logical, yeah. one to zeros kind of stuff. But it sounds like, in, I don't know, I mean, it sounds like the essence of who you are from what I know about you is you're very much a people person um, and you're somehow able, you were able to merge those those two things together. Your, your skills, yes. your very technical skills, but in a very person's human-centred, um, with a very human-centred quality. Absolutely, Susie. And look, and I guess that was back in my younger day was was one of my strengths is because I had the ability to talk both languages. I had the ability to talk both the IT language and I had the ability um, to also talk the people language, you know, which um, ultimately were there to deliver solutions that work for people. Like what we learn is it doesn't matter how long you spend on something or what you deliver, if that's not what people want or what they need or if it's not in a way that they can use it or that it serves them, well, then that's not that's not the best output, you know? So, mm. but look, that, that, I guess that does take us back. I mean, you know, many, many years ago. Um, but yes, I guess what, what ultimately then evolved in my corporate career is it became more and more about that coaching element, that mm. element of, you know, helping people, um, be the best they could be. That is ultimately where I saw my job as because there were so many experts on any program that I would work on, which could be as, you know, as small as 10 or 20 people or as large as 150 or 200. So um, ultimately, I've, I have for 
you know, the last decade seen or more seen my role being to help people be the best version of themselves. And in a corporate world, that ultimately meant, you know, empowering people with the tools and the techniques and the counseling and the coaching so they could do the best job that they could do and it helped them, you know, to do to do that for them. So, um, and that, I guess, is where the coaching has ultimately then um, just become more and more the focus point of what I did and who, you know, and, and where I am today. Mm, so, so okay, yeah, let's go, let's go to that. Um, then you decided, obviously, at some stage that you were, you, you wanted to do something different, that there was more to what you really wanted to, to do. And then you've transitioned into coaching now, um, empowering particularly mums, mumpreneurs, um, with yeah. tools and techniques like you've done with me, um, to optimize their time. So tell me a bit about how you, how that's come to fruition. How did you, did you know this is what you wanted to do from the word get go after transitioning from the corporate world? Or was that something that kind of percolated and then came slowly to fruition? Definitely the latter, Sue. They definitely percolated. Look, for me, I think, I genuinely believe I've been on a massive transformation in my life to, you know, to five years ago to where I am today. And to me, in any journey like that, it takes time and it doesn't come from one big powerful shift at one moment in time. For me, it comes from, um, you know, from a number of, of small steps and, and over time you, that clarity comes. So, and um, so no, I, I, there was, no part of me five years ago, Susie, thought that I'd be sitting on a podcast with yourself today, <laughs> full of honour and pride that I now have the pleasure um, of no longer working in a corporate world where I get to dedicate um, my time outside of raising my three gorgeous girls and mm-hmm. helping other mums with, um, with you know, doing and making the most of the time that they have. So, no, I did not, I did not have, I did not know five years ago this is where I would be today. Five years ago, did I know that I wanted to be, um, an entrepreneur, absolutely. So I've always had this craving of of being the best version I could be in myself. And and in a working world, that meant, um, you know, I, I looked many many years ago at going, yeah, I, I would love to work for myself, but I didn't quite know what that was. Mm. Um, for me, it's about as we go on these journeys, so important to enjoy the journey, which I absolutely have in the last couple of years. And it's it, you don't need to get from A to B very quickly. The journey's just so much of the fun. Um, but if I go back then, yes, there was there was always that craving to have my own business. So I guess I just threw it out there in the universe and, and was always, you know, looking and thinking, what could that be? What could that be? But to answer it, I guess, a bit more succinctly, um, no, I did not know back then. However, for me, there was probably, um, there's probably about three or four really personal, pivotal moments in those years that has landed me to where I am today. Because as I said, I don't, I don't, uh, my journey, my experience has been that it, it wasn't just one big humongous shift. That mm-hmm. may happen for other people. And I don't think there's a right or a wrong way. I just know for me, that journey was um, taking a number of steps and a number of smaller steps and having some really pivotal moments um, along the way. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So, as you, there's something that you've said as you've shared that. Okay, I want to ask about that, and then we'll come back to um, the essence of what you're doing now because that's incredibly important. Um, you said that what was important to you is to enjoy the journey, 
Um, there's something in me that kind of senses that you've been able to do this along the way. And I want to touch on, I want to ask about your, whether this is something that's embedded in, I don't know, growing up your family home. Is it also embedded in your own background being Irish? Tell me a little bit about that. Um, for, for me, it actually hasn't been through it. And I think this is one of the things that I'm most excited about, you know, now this year, 2020, is that for the first time in, in my life, I'm actually more excited and enjoying the journey more than the actual destination. I am really where, you know, my, my current coaching will take me in two to five years. I actually, I'm, I don't need to know the answer to that mm-hmm. right now. And I've never been in that space before in my life. I mean, I going back to growing up as a really technical, logical person. I, I feel as if I spent too much of my life chasing the destination and it was about getting to that destination. And that, that was the goal. And, and for me, I feel as, in doing that, I missed, or maybe I didn't miss, but you know, um, that's not, that's not what I aspire to anymore. For me, it's actually go, going on that journey. And mm. is, is, is not now for the first time. I don't know whether that comes with, you know, as, as I, as I look and face into, you know, hitting my, my fifties very shortly. Um, you know, I don't know if that, what has brought me to that place. And, and again, I guess like, most things, I don't think it's one thing. I think it's a combination of things have helped me get get that clarity. Mm. Um, so yeah, and, I, and for me as well, I think it's more the actual person. Um, mm. You know, and I, and I think if I look at my own, myself, my family, I, I come from a family of four. There's two boys and and, and two girls. Um, you know, we're all four very unique personalities, and so so you might attribute it to your family, your heritage, your background, but I think the four of us, you know, treat that differently. And I know for me and my person, um, unfortunately in my younger years, I I was too focused on getting getting to the destination and actually not enjoying the journey as much along the way because I was just so anxious and so keen to get to that final result. Does that make sense? Oh goodness, of course it, it does. Of course it does, Don. I mean I can really resonate with with all of that. <laughs> and I'm sure that so many um, of those who are listening will be able to resonate that whole sense of um, chasing the destination. And then when we get there, um, do we ever really take the time to acknowledge what what we've achieved, what we've what we've accomplished, to immerse and and uh, use the words marinate in that, so that we can imprint that level of growth before we move on to the next. Um, so I can yeah, look, appreciate you saying the need to enjoy the journey. Yeah, and Susie, you know, for me as well, no, um, I, the journey never ends, you know, until that ultimate, that ultimate day. Um, and that's a, that's the beauty of it. It's, it's just, you know, it's, we're having, we're having, you know, maybe it's little goals and little milestones along the way that you can work towards and enjoy, enjoy the journey. Mm. But, but when, when we get there, there'll be another, goal or milestone or another thing that we'll want to do, you know, in an inner life to, you know, try to bring something in or to enhance something that we already have in our life. So, and, and look, we spoke about this from when we met earlier in the week. Mm. Um, it's for me, no, I am so loving the fact that, you know, in my right late 40s, um, you know, I, 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 I've continued, I've got more of a 
passion and a desire to keep learning and keep growing more so in, you know, than, than in my earlier years. So, and I think that appetite for continual growth, um, you know, is, 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 is beautiful and it, and it motivates us and it energizes us. Um, so that journey, and that's why to me, I say the journey, um, the, the journey will just keep, keep evolving and keep growing. And, and that's fabulous, you know. It is. It's pretty exciting, isn't it? And when you say it with so much passion, you really enlist me in that in that excitement and, you know, really wanting to celebrate the journey. We need to celebrate the journey that we're on. Oh, my gosh. Oh, thank all the And, you know, and it, it's interesting because for those that may, that do um, go into my Instagram account um, afterwards, I've, I've actually got it as one of the three things that I call out. It's actually those, um, it's the accomplishment accomplishments along the way but it's actually those you know taking the time even almost every day to go I did that well I did that I managed to achieve that so for me in the coaching with with what we do with our time it's actually you know showing us the way that we can actually go do you know what I actually I actually achieved a lot today and and we mightn't have noticed it or seen it amongst the busyness and and what comes with with family life or, or busy corporate lives or however one chooses to be busy with their time um, but it, but that's it is so important. That is so important to every day or, or whatever frequency works for you. Actually, be it a, taking ten seconds or, or, or five minutes to actually reflect on what we did well. I think too much of our human nature seems to focus on what we didn't do well. Mm, yeah, but those those daily accomplishments, like actually, and I think um, you know in. As a mom, you know, we, we all, I, I don't, haven't met any mom that doesn't want to be the best mom that she can be, um, you know, for her kids. Um, so, you know, we're, we're, we constantly, too often, spend the time and, and, and look at what we didn't do well, you know, that time we raised our voice or we, we lost our cool or, um, you know, rather than focusing on, well, hold on, you know, you held your pool for 55 minutes, you know, it just happened to be that last moment that the pressure cooker went off. So, um, you know, and I think, and that's part of the mum guilt and um, as well, but yeah, I think, that, you know, we, we really need to look at all, all that we're doing and how much good stuff we're actually achieving. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that reminder. And, you know, since we're, we, since we're embarking on this conversation around mum's, mum's guilt, mum's, mum's guilt, mother's guilt, we all know that. Um, and I want to talk about mums and goals and getting stuff done and how do we optimize our time? So how are you yeah. now? helping mums to do this because if you, you know, this is what we reflected on the other day that if you talk to mums about prioritise your to-do list, optimise your time, where, you know, with my shrug our shoulders and go, huh, you know, trying to do that anyway. But let's debunk that a little bit. The first thing is, yes, we are all busy. I don't know about you, but I have never in my entire life uh, met a mum that hasn't used the word I'm busy. <laughs> Have you? Mm, no, not not. Um, I think I'm living in the wrong area. Maybe. <laughs> Absolutely, you know, so of, are, course. Like, of course, of course. Yes, you are. Look, look, we are we are all busy moms, and, yeah. and, look, and that's probably one of the biggest um, knots I need to crack in my business. Is is moms? We don't naturally. We try to be bionic women. We don't naturally know how to how to ask for help, and there is so much amazing help out there for everybody because you know different people need different things um but yes we, you know we are all so busy and we're, we're, we're all so busy doing that busyness and all that stuff as mom that we don't take the time to stop and and appreciate that well actually 
other people have experienced and things that they can actually coach us on and help us with that just helps us lift the dial that bit. There's there's nobody saying that anybody is not doing a great job. It's just, well, can we, you know, can we can we lift the dial that little bit? I mean, and what I've taken you through recently in the coaching program, you know, and are our moms, are we really we're all busy, but are we busy at the right stuff? You know, we can all fill our day 10 times over, but are we filling our day with a stuff that is the most important to us? Or are we doing the stuff that we just always do and doing the stuff that's easy because that, that's the stuff we want to do? So for me, it's about helping moms get that real clarity on focus on what is actually the stuff that is filling their hearts and their souls and, and their lives. What is the stuff that's really important to them and why is it important to them? So helping moms unpack that and then giving them the tools and techniques to say, well, now that we know that, how can we how can we apply that in our everyday life? So how can we keep that focus? Because there are a hundred and one things that are there to distract us. I mean, I don't even know when I when I finish this podcast with yourself, Susie, I, I have a plan as to what I want to spend my day on. But I, I know I can guarantee you there will be a number of things that will come into my life today that I, I couldn't. I couldn't plan for. There's some stuff I can plan for, but there's mm. other stuff you can't plan. So we we have all these distractions and all these excuses. So how do I help moms? Um, you know, be it be it a working mom or be it a mompreneur that's that's juggling both, you know, their 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 business as well as their you know their, their kids. You know, to, to not only get that focus and clarity, but to actually give them techniques and tools and behaviors and principles that will help them actually make it easy for them to stay true to that day to day. I think what you really touch on, which I think is the essence of the question I was asking, I would say, um, is that there often is, well, mostly there's a gap between um what we busy ourselves with and what is really at the core of our heart and soul. And I really want to pause that there. We And and to your question, I think we need to ask ourselves that question, are we busy doing the right – are we busy with the right stuff? Um, And in the process that we did, um, what I found is that I was busy. I was busy not necessarily with the right stuff. I was busy with things that perhaps were um, easier. So I was kind of moving yeah. through them. Um, but really they weren't necessarily, well, they weren't bringing me the fulfillment, the energy and um, the financial, um, uh, the, the money side of yeah. things that weren't bringing me. So, I think we as mums, we need to get real with this stuff and devote time to it because, you know, we've had this conversation before that mums, I've particularly seen this with my retreats, so personal transformation retreats, yes. is that they're not the easiest to say yes to that, okay, because yes, they we, they get, as mums, we get caught up in our roles rather than yes. actually what is important to me, you know. So I'll have you know, Donna, that um, – <laughs> Since we've um, finished our part two session, which was yesterday, <laughs> yes. I went to Officeworks. I got myself a beautiful whiteboard. I have all my post-it <laughs> notes there. The columns are drawn in terms of what I need to do. But I'll have you know, as a side note to that, is that um, I attended a webinar that I wanted to that day. 
Yeah. Um, I asked yeah. for my husband to take the girls swimming, which normally is my night to do. I'll have you know that I also got to practice violin, which I tend to move down. And yeah. I watched my favorite Netflix show and I got to read. And I was scratching my head at the end of the night going, wow, but here's the key. I went to bed at 11. I wasn't tired. Yeah. I was so energized from knowing that my, everything's organized. There's an, there's yeah. a flow to what I'm doing. So I guess I just want to acknowledge how important this, um, thing is. So whilst I, of yeah. course, I did have some, you know, some of this in place anyway, goals for the year, you know, I was doing, so what I was doing, I had my goals for the year. I was working backwards and, you know, all of that has made the process of working with you easier. Um, but it's just important to do that. And what I found working with you being a mum who got this, it just made it more natural and you got who I was because you work at that heart and soul level. So, yeah. I know I'm talking, but I want to ask you more about heart and soul level. How do yeah. you, as a busy mum who's now also wanting and helping, starting out to help other mum mumpreneurs to prioritise their time, to be true to what's important to them, how do you stay true to your heart and soul? Am I allowed to say that I use my techniques? So, um, yeah, well, so, 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 I don't so, care I'll be, what I'll be, it is. So I'll, be, I'll be honest. And, and I guess, it's, yeah, there's, there's, there's also one thing I want to unpack on what you said as well. So I'll come back to that. But you talked about, um, you know, your whiteboard and post-it notes, because mm. I guess the key to any technique is, is there, there's lots of different ways. For me, I teach the tools and techniques, but we have to do it in a way that personalizes it. So it's actually going to work for a person. And you and I know that we work well with post-it notes and boards because we're, we like that visual element. That's not yeah. necessarily for everybody, but look, I'll, I'll, I'll park that for now and, and answer the question. But that's an important how do, point. How do I keep the heart and soul? Um, so look, look um, it's, it, it's something I honestly work at every day, Susie. And, and I find this interesting because here I am in my business and, and I coach people on how to how to optimize their time, how to not get overwhelmed, how to own their business, put their arms around their business. Um, but yet I balance that with um, with raising three kids and and my passion for what I want to do to in my business. Um, you know, and we have you know at, at the height of our business, we have sixteen to seventeen sports activities a week in my family, and and then I manage teams and my husband coaches teams. So it's how do we do all that? Well, mm. it's because some of that is the heart and soul stuff. So we, we, I manage my time. I am very, very clear every single day. There's lots of little techniques I use in my daily life so that I can be very, very, number one, I know what's on the family schedule. So I know what activities are happening, what kids going to what sports, what carpools are happening, you know, who's, who's got extra curricular activity, what, what homework is due on which day, three kids, everybody's on different time schedules. Um, so, so for me, I have lots of little tools and techniques I use so that I remember things and I, I, um, I, I know going into every day what, what's there. And I do something similar in my business. I'm very clear every day in my business. Um, on what are the things that's most important that I need to do? What's the highest priority for me and my business today? Mm. So, but, but I, but with distractions coming in, I constantly, um, have to be ready to pivot because things will come in and I have to be, to go, well, actually right now, um, do I need to pause the business? Do my, do my kids need me more than what my business needs me right now? And, and so it's honestly something that we work at on a daily basis and honestly even on an hourly basis because things come thrown at us 
But for me, the heart and the soul is knowing that I um my kids can have the best of me, but so they, they cannot have all of me. Mm. You know, and this is this is part of the journey that I've been on in the last two years. I, you know, as moms, you know, we, we all want to do everything for our kids. But what, what gives me the heart and the soul is I make time for my business now. I make time mm. for my soccer. I, I, you know, I picked up playing soccer at 46 years of age, which is one of the most pivotal transformational things I've ever done. Mm. I've carved out that time. That's my heart and soul. So for me, I keep the heart and soul by being clear on what are the things we that are on the schedule to do, but also what are the things that we do, you know, what are the reasons we do these things? And some of it is because it's part of the day-to-day life and some of it is because, you know, we love it and it's our passion. So I make sure um, I find time to coach the soccer team because I, that fills me. That's my heart. Mm-hmm. So I love doing that stuff. Um, and what it, it also means to do the stuff that fills our heart and soul it means we have to say no to the other stuff. And that's what you touched upon as well, is getting that real clarity on what we want to be spending our time on. And to do that, you have to get comfortable saying no to the stuff. And it doesn't make you a bad person. It just makes you use your time for you and your family. Mm. Bingo. Does that answer your question? Yeah, of course it does. And what I want to just go back to is what you were saying is, um, that your kids um, can have the best of you, but they can't have all of you. Yeah. And yeah. as mums, this is often the trap that we can fall into. Um, and I just love that you're honing in on that message. Obviously, that's something that you yeah. do, that you practice, because I believe that when we can do that, we're really then leading out families and we're being we're being the best that we can be for them and us absolutely Absolutely. yeah that's huge if we play that back to you like if i you know if i didn't carve out time for for my business and if i Mm. stay in a corporate role that that to me i i don't think i was being the um i knew i had more in me i absolutely every boy in my body knew Mm. that i had more to give the world and that Mm. and that as much as i was doing a great job in the corporate world um, I wanted to. I wanted to do a better job with with everyday folk, you know. So, um, so for me, if I had stayed in that corporate job and not not, you know, taking the move to step out, I wouldn't have been given the kids the best version of me because they would have had. Whereas now they have a mom who works on stuff all day that she just loves. So by giving myself that part. I just give them something even more and something better. So I I do believe in that. I love that you picked up on that. For me, I'm I'm the best. I'm a. I don't get to give my kids. I don't want to give my kids all of me. I want them to have the best of me, mm. and that means that they will kiss me goodbye on a Sunday afternoon where I go off for three to four hours and play my soccer because I absolutely love it, and that fills <laughs> me for the entire week. Exactly. And there's no jealousy there. And and also think about think about what what that teaches them. Yeah, you know, exactly. it teaches them that they don't. It teaches them also that they actually don't need mum a hundred percent of the time. They actually don't need. All the mom, they just need the part of mom that they need for them, you know, which is a mom that's, you know, here in the evening after sports, tucking them in at night, reading a story, having playtime, whatever that might be. Mm, mm. But yes, I think, I think it's about, so therefore I think for moms and the mom guilt that we carry and what I hope and know that I am doing with, with those that I work with is, you know, it's, it's managing part of that mom guilt, but it's also to go, you know, 
we, we, we actually have time to do it all. We just can't do it all at once. So mm. for me, some days, some days it's, well, actually the business um, and mommy needs to put more time into that. Other days, mommy puts more time into, into the family world. So for me, it's about, I, I cannot do all of this every day. Mm. I can't do everything all the time. Um, I can't have all of it at once, but I can have, I can have all of it at different times. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's, um, that's an important one. There's some real golden nuggets there, Donna, that you've shared so far. And, um, and I really hope that this lands, um, particularly for mums, particularly for mums who are maybe struggling how to, how to manage that, be it guilt or time for herself, time to really start devoting to this. Because oftentimes, I know that for me, one of my sabotaging um, beliefs was because of my own conditioning and my own, um, my own line of strong women, particularly on my mm-hmm. maternal side, where women held the fort in the house yeah. and yeah. men often went and worked in um, – well, they went and worked out in the field somewhere or in the other countries. So it's it's almost like it's something that imprinted it. And so the belief yeah. that came with that was when I take care of everyone else, then I put myself first, then I'll work on my business, then I'll work on this. I mean, this is something that I'll check in on, a belief that I check in on every now and then, but certainly something yeah. that I've been conscious always because it is so inherent in the, particularly in the culture, you know, I'm, I'm from Bosnian Serbian, um, but all of that is shifting and, and with someone like yourself as a coach, certainly is something that I do. We're here to empower women to really um, own yes. own what it is that truly yes. matters to them, own what it is yes. that, you know, that, that makes their, their soul feel alive and energises them. Um, and I yes. love that you're doing what you're doing, you know, that you're bringing this to women. Um, so, so how can they find out more about this, about what you do? You mentioned Instagram. Is that the best place? Yes, yes. So just um, onto my Instagram account. So it's just Donna McNulty with a lovely underscore at the end. Um, so that's D-O-N-N-A-M-C-N-U-L-T-Y underscore. But again, I'm, I, I suspect my, my name's probably in your, your podcast brief. I will, yeah, it will um, be in the notes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and just one thing, one thing to pick up on what you just said, too, mm-hmm. because I love it. You use the word, you talked about owning it. And I think, you know, for me, if, if there was one thing you know, piece of guidance to give to mums um, mm. is, you know, we, it's about, we just need to own our business. We, we don't want to be overwhelmed by it. We don't want to be frightened by it. My experience of a mum, you know, in the last 10, 11 years is that we will always be busy and there'll be different things will keep us busy. Mm. It's just actually owning that business and being comfortable in that business and going, it's okay to be this busy as long as we're busy doing the things that are best serving us. Yeah, that's the that's the key point. Yeah, um, Donna, I feel like you've coached us already <laughs> so much in this. There are so many um, eye opening and in, really inspiring um, messages that you've shared. Um, I'm aware of our time, so are there any um, any other messages or yeah tips that you wanted to share? Look, the other thing I'd probably, a, a parting point would be, um, you know, we, we talked about, you know, we, we will never have enough time to do everything, everything that we that we want to do. So it is about getting, you know, getting clear on where we want to spend our time. But part of it as well is, is, is to get that balance. 
you actually have to create it. So mm. I feel as if one thing that mums, you know, and I'm absolutely guilty of it. I, I've been here myself. Um, is that we're afraid to ask for help. We feel as if we have to, you know, do all of that. But but to get that balance, mm. um, you you actually have to create it, which means taking steps and and quite often. You know, there is a wealth of knowledge out there to help us mums. Um, and it's, it's, you know, take that to take small steps to actually make some of that happen for yourself so that you can actually start to create that for mm. yourself because it's, it's our lives. We've got to own, we've got to own it, you know, and, mm. and make the most. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And, and I can, I can also resonate. I mean, that's true for me where, um, the whole, premise of asking for help you know how difficult that really is so um but then when we do oh my gosh we see what's possible (laughs) freaking so much opens up and we grow and we're like and you know we what what happens to us is that we create what we thought would not be possible this is what i see absolutely and the thing is you know and often you know when you ask for help it's it's people you know we've all got our own experiences um and and people you know for me when you get help and and an expert who you know you know in my instance you know been coaching for 15 odd years you know in your instance as well says you know as as a Mm. clinical psychologist that you have done it for you know there are there's so much to learn in this world there's so much that you know that I don't, and I would never have the, t- I, I would never have the time to learn exactly, that experience. I don't have yeah. the 20 years to learn it, but by engaging with a coach yes. or, or somebody that's an expert, they get you to that place quicker. Yeah. You know, yeah, totally. they, they, and as we talked about it, you know, when you find the right coach that works for you, you know, and you, t- you shared this with, with me recently as well, mm-hmm. you know, there, there is an abundance of coaches out there. I think the key is to find someone that you really connect with that, you know, that, that can really tune into who you are as a person, because no matter what total technique you have in the world, it's about having one that's going to work for you, that, that mm-hmm. they can, they can adapt, you know, adapt for you. But, but by Engage in that expert and invest, you know, by doing so, we invest in us. Um, they get you there quicker. Mm, so, a, yeah, it's a no brainer, really. <clears throat> it's a no brainer. <laughs> well, look, and I, and I think that's one thing we talked about, you know, mums, mm-hmm. um, you know, struggling to asking for help. You know, as you talk to, you know, where does that come from? Does that conditioning come from our childhood? Does it come from a line of strong women that back in the day they, they did, you know, they did. So much, mm. um, you know. We don't, you know. There, there is so much that we could unpack there. I mean, that's the whole series of podcasts in, in, in its own right. Mm. So, um, but ultimately, it's about as a moment invest. We need to invest in ourselves, um, yeah. you know. And and don't be, you know, give ourselves permission to invest in ourselves because if we invest in ourselves, we're going to bring out the best part of us. And and if we bring out the best in us, we, we give the world the best of us, not what's left of us. All right, that's it. That's even nailed it. There's no more to say. <laughs> Donna, thank you so much. This has been an incredible, um, powerful reminder of, you know, really um, taking responsibility for what's important to us as a mother or not, as a woman, as um, men too, but I find for women this is particularly relevant. Um, and thank you for sharing your wisdom 
um, and certainly your experiences. Thank you, Donna. Thanks for joining me today on Empowered Conversations. Subscribe to the show now and then head over to my Facebook page, Susie Petrozzi, for free personal growth and self-discovery tools that you can use today to be present, be powerful, and be on purpose. See you next time for Empowered Conversations. Thank you.